essential earth people. So let's talk about you. Again, we go back to the esoteric aspects, the esoteric aspects of Taurus. What is Taurus? The essence of Taurus is ruled by Venus and it's fixed sign and it's a female sign. So fixed female and earth, earth sign. So sensual, that's why I call it the sensual earth. The one earth which wants to bring everything down to a ground, make, wants to make it a physical reality. So it's fond of physical beauty. So it's uh, focused on physical assets, physical wealth. Everything has to be physicalized earthly. Esoteric meaning of Taurus, the desire to reveal the light of divinity hidden within form. So right there in the esoteric meaning is the hidden stuff, right? They want to reveal the light of divinity. They are looking for the divine within form. Within form as in within physical earth. Keynote for the soul. I see and when the eye is open, all is illumined. Taurus is, because it is ruled by Venus and because it is physicalized, it can be uh, also inclined towards a lot of physical physicality and also at the same time towards spirituality. So these people can be really focused on spiritual work also the soul ray is fourth which is the which means will to relate and to harmonize harmony and beauty seeking harmony and beauty again venus comes into play soul mantra being the fourth two merge into one so collapsing duality two merge into one soul colors being yellow the vedic aspects put Taurians in Rajas, fixed and female. Rajas is one which wants to move, fixed quality, like as opposed to movable quality. And it's female, as in it wants to go out, Rajas is going out and doing things, moving the energy to get things and feel it internally. Whatever it is, the female signs want to feel things internally. They want to internalize everything. Sign Lord is Venus, exaltation in Moon and Rahu the north node moon and rahu are together form the the peak of the sensual physical earthly sensory things in life okay because rahu is also called in or the north node in vedic balance is also called as the bhoga karaka meaning the one who wants to enjoy physical stuff in life that's the rahu so it's exaltation if it falls in this sign is very exalted moon also wants to make physical things, build a physical home. Moon is the significator for homes. So, debilitation will be Ketu or the South Node, which is a Moksha Karaka in Vedic. As in, it wants to dissolve stuff. It's more like Neptunian energy. It wants to dissolve things and go towards spirituality away from the materials. Taurus being all about materialism, obviously, spirituality won't work with materialism. It's the opposite of it. Type Artha. Artha means the means. It wants to derive means to accomplish whatever it needs in the physical world. That's why it's an Artha kind of a sign. So the Taurus ascendant looks like this. Now as you can see we have the number 2 in the first house. So what's in the head of a Taurian ascendant? Venus. But this Venus is also there in Libra. Now these two are a little opposite because this is a fixed sign and a female Libra is a male sign and a male, it's air sign. So these two Venuses act quite differently, although the Taurians would be very inclined towards making things fixed, wanting physical assets and everything translating in physical beauty.
these people have librans have an abstract quality to it it's like an airy quality to the venus itself so venus itself has two counterparts here one male one female so now we got two in the first house the torus in the first house and then it goes to three four five six and so on and so forth till 12 now what this leads to let's go house by house so the first house is torus so the self what kind of personality is it is it earthly it's sensual it's balanced it's practical seeking fixed wealth and luxury it's a fixed sign remember that always financially insecure about self and family so it wants to always it's always seeking security in physical material comforts that's the first sign it always wants these two it wants emotion it wants physical manifestation of reality that's why those two are exalted ketu is debilitated because it has nothing to do with spirituality it wants renunciation it doesn't want renunciation it wants to move towards material so 2 and 8 are towards and away from materialism this section the 8 the opposite of taurus is scorpio which is ruled by mars and there ketu is exalted because scorpio wants to go internal it doesn't want to go outward to manifest in the world it wants to go within second house of taurian will be gemini which is ruled by mercury so obviously it has to do with communications so second house which is over here will flip this between screen so it's easy second house which is here it's ruled by mercury and second house is for the family so they'll have frustrations of communications with family since they are fixed because you're looking at from a fixed sign into a movable sign mercury always constantly wants to communicate and move but Taurus is fixed. So Taurus will have frustrations of communication with family. But, and family keeps it erratic and unpredictable. There will be fluctuations in wealth. Mercury. Houses of Mercury are a little fluctuating and unstable. Just like the house of Moon which is the fourth one. Cancer. Now Cancer here comes in third. Which stands for younger siblings, communication skills, intelligence, education very emotional communication with younger siblings this is siblings as in pertaining to younger third house remember is the significator of younger siblings so they will have very emotional communication why cancer is there and relationship with younger siblings also will be fluctuating throughout life sometimes they'll feel very close sometimes they'll feel very distant they'll be protective towards younger siblings because moon and cancer are falling here so they're protective mothering the younger siblings the fourth house, which is the house of the sun, there is sun and Leo, which is of home and mother. Not good for very home and motherly kind of situation because it, there you want the moon, but here you have the sun. So for this, the female becomes the financial supporter of the family in most cases. For male, it ends up being the role of the father of the family. If you are a male born in Taurus, this tends to happen. Okay. If you're a female Taurian, it be, you end up becoming a financial supporter. Maybe even take over the family business because remember, Taurus is a very earthly sign. It wants to translate things to material realms. Or you may end up taking care of your siblings or things like a, almost like a father figure of the house or taking over the family business. Doesn't matter if you're elder or younger. In the fifth house, we have Virgo. That's the fifth house. We have the Virgo sign. 
where communication is exalted, passion and sensuality is depleted. So Venus, this is the weak point for Virgo because Venus, they are ruled by Venus in the head. But in the sixth house, Venus is detriment. It loses its strength in the sixth house here. So what ends up happening in the sixth house? Children feel neg uh, neglected, right? Where is it gone? Yeah, Virgo. In the fifth house, Virgo is sitting. So children feel neglected since their home feels like a workplace. Structured and all about mind and focused on development on mind. Very communicative with kids because since there is Mercury, they are very communicative with kids. But there is not much of softness with kids. A lot of focus on mental development. But the kids may end up being very intelligent, mental and logical. Number six. Libra. The house of enemies has got Libra in it, which is more about balance and other people. This itself becomes a different kind of energy. So they have lazy fixed work habits. They work for gains. Enemies are more liberal and flexible. It's all about others while you want things for yourself. So the enemies, your enemies, Mr. Torian, are contradicted in themselves. You are of a fixed nature, wanting things for yourself. Your enemies want things for others. So that's where you'll have a clash with them. The type of enemies you'll have. Seventh house has Scorpio in it. Now what does Scorpio do here in the seventh house? The seventh house is for spouse, marriage. If there is Scorpio here, your spouse will typically be very emotionally sensitive, very introverted. Because Scorpions are introverted, withdrawn type. A marriage of compromise. Spouse has secrets. Spouse is very sensual in intimate matters. This will be the qualities you will get. Eighth house. Eighth house has Jupiter. So the eighth house being of occult and hidden matters, Jupiter doesn't do very well here. The secrets will come out and they, these people will have Whatever secrets they will tend to keep, Taurians will come out and they will embarrass them. Secrets won't stay secrets because Jupiter wants to expand wherever it lands. These people can develop intuition. Jupiter gives expanded intuition ability, access to higher dimensions of existence. These people can channel if they, they can cultivate their psychic ability because Jupiter does well in the house of occult. That's how the Taurians can access the secrets of the higher dimensions. They should learn to, they have naturally been gifted with the Jupiterian qualities of accessing higher dimensions. In the ninth house, you have Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. So, a very restrictive house over here. Ninth house being for higher knowledge, higher education, they might be hampered in higher education. They might have very adamant beliefs in religion because Saturn is very adamant, fixed and only practical. They take only practical parts of what they can use from the spiritual higher knowledge and apply it to their means and ends of accomplishing material gains. Their higher studies might be stunted because Capricorn is slow and steady. They might have to work very hard if they want higher education in anything. They might be having even limited foreign travels. They might be more fixed in one place. Tenth house, we get Aquarius, the maverick, who wants to accomplish things slow and steady. What happens there? 
No luck factor in career. They must work hard and have an unorthodox approach at work. They are mavericks. Slow and steady and practical approach must be followed. Our unorthodox methods can pay off very well. They must learn to be a little unorthodox and get out of their fixed ways. Saturn will support Venus very well in this, by the way. Saturn and Venus are friends. So houses of Saturn kind of tend to support the Libran and Taurus ascendants, these two. In the house of 11 social networks, these people will want wise people in the network. Ones who are dreamy, intelligent, intuitive, brilliant people because it's ruled by Pisces. So they must learn from them. They must have a wide social networks and they will tend to party a lot. These, these Taurians are a little bit of a party animal. They love to party and have, enjoy the materialistic things of throwing parties around. Then in the 12th house, you have Aries. Now Aries, Mars in spirituality does not do very well because Mars is a uh, planet which wants to go and accomplish things in the physical world. Spiritual world is a withdrawal from the spiritual world. So the practicality is their spirituality. They would rather do some action and accomplish in gains and wealth. They will work towards practical aspects of the society. So for example, they might be more inclined towards social causes in the society. So what can I do to improve the society? What can I give? Like They might not want to give out in terms of wealth, but they might want to give out in terms of time, in terms of participating for a cause. So, just this is my general interpretation of Taurian Ascendants. However, you must keep in mind that this is just a general theme and this is just how the houses will react and owners of the houses are there according to general placement. However, it depends upon where planets are specifically in your horoscope and how it will affect different particular areas. Some may be exalted, debilitated. You might have some strengths. Some other areas might be a weakness. For all of this and more, you can come to me for consultation. You can come to me at uh, facebook.com progressive guidance and leave your message and we can take it further from there. Okay. Ta-da.